Welcome to the School of Consciousness. I'm your host, Ryan Keyes, and this is a space where we will spark your spiritual curiosity and jumpstart your journey of self-discovery. Because together, we're going to unlock life's mysteries and explore the marvels of this amazing universe while awakening your inner power. Prepare to challenge what you know and what you've been told and ignite your intuition and put that key to consciousness into the ignition. So sit back, buckle up, and join us on this incredible adventure. The cosmic journey begins right now. Welcome to the show, the School of Consciousness. You already had the first intro. This is the second intro. We're going to give you a double dose. I am Ryan Keyes, your host. And I'm also broadcasting this in my community, soc.live. You can see in the logo right here. This is a community where we've all come together to create consciously and collaborate in order to bring an environment of support and self-discovery and to help encourage you day to day and give you ways in order to up level like the topic today, empowering your new self, three ways to use your words and we're going to dive in deep on that. So I am going to cover this, and it's going to be so fun. And we're going to have, this is going to be a video podcast. <laughs> I, I'm still getting in the hang of it, but out. we'll see how it works out. And then you can see, um, we're going to, I'm going to give you an example. Boom. There's Bubba Cam. That's Bubba Cam. <laughs> yeah, that's Master Yoda. That's Batman. And I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to give this a shot. We're going to see how it works out. I am super excited to be doing a video version of the podcast. My hair's messed up, but I'm going to bring that message. Nobody looks at the lighthouse except for it shows the way. Nobody's seeing the cracks in the in the in the column of the lighthouse. So, I ain't cracking. I'm crackalacking. <laughs> All right, so welcome to another empowering episode of the School of Consciousness. As I said, this is going to be empowering your new self, three ways to use your words, making magic. We're going to, dev- we're going to kind of delve into the, the impact of your words about creating and empowering your new story and shifting that reality. There are three ways that I'm going to cover, and we're going to talk about those on how to harness the power of your words so they can help release those old versions of yourselves, the eversion, right? Um, we're, going to do in, we're going to talk about the effects of that and what it, how it affects our body, our mind, our soul, and we're going to unlock the potential to give you some step-by-step to step into that new reality. The law of attraction didn't quite get everything. It didn't give you the information necessary in order to create the reality that you really want. One reason is, like the Tower of Babel, I know a lot of people talk about it, and there's Bible stories about it, but I can't help but overlay the idea that we were here before. And if you think about that they built a tower or a like a um, artificial intelligence of sorts, they built a, a tunnel to bring everybody together, like the internet. They all spoke one language, and God didn't like that. Said, nope, you're trying to be God. I'm not going to get let you get there. However, was that, which God was that that said it? We're not going to dive into the religious polarity of that, but just know that we may have been here before. So our words have been engineered, not necessarily to bring us a powerful end result, but to keep us trapped and to, to keep us in the backseat of the basics of life, right? So that we are feeling like we're being driven around and we don't even know why. So your words are 
instrumental in uh, elevating your consciousness. Your words are paving the way to your reality. Your words are what brings CPR to yourself. Your inner self is attached to your dialogue and your inner self is expressed. Your desires are um, conspired with your words, with your conversation. Communication is the ultimate in existence. That's why AI can be so prolific, but also so dangerous. Like Shakespeare said, um, the pen is mightier than the sword, as we've seen with media, as we've seen with, I've been um, battle banned. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but I've been, I've been put into the timeout because I was talking about things that I was passionate about. And I've since learned to create a dialogue that will not trigger um, someone or something to lock me down, but to elevate the consciousness outside of that one-sided application of fight or flight. So most of where your words come from are fight or flight. And if you can bring your words back down through mantras or through meditation or through um, staying um, positive as much as possible, what begins to happen is it's like the curse jar. Did anybody have a curse jar when you were a kid? I did. So it's like the curse jar that you put on the counter and you had to put like, I had to put a quarter in every time I said some, oh shit, or something like that. Oh shift. When, oh shift. Oh, for F sake. I'm like dropping dollars and I'm like 10 years old. I'm getting spanked as well, but I'm also dropping coins. So my allowance goes into the jar and <laughs> yeah. So it is a situation in which what you say has deeper meaning. Um, it has a deeper level of that. So the first part of what we're going to talk about today, the first way, um, part like the f first portion of this conversation is overcoming the limitations of our words. Um, there are common issues on how our words inadvertently hinder us and progress us and prevent us. They, so let's look at it like this. Your true potential is um, always operating from the present moment. So think about that for a second. Let's digest that. Let's be present in this conversation. Your true potential is only as powerful as your present moment. Your goals are, you're only going to get there by going there now. So your language is the fine tuning on a radio dial that allows you this profound influence over your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and how you begin to transform your true life. So in order to understand that your language is powerful, that true power over your future starts with what you're saying. Now, and here's, here's also another aspect of expressing the word. And that's why it talks about in every ancient book, the word, the word, the word, what you're saying and what you're feeling. So you could be feeling something. You could be experiencing a thought. That thought is not yet committed into reality just yet until you concrete it in your communication. So think about that for a second. Oh, I almost fell. So this is <laughs> So your thought is powerful. 
And where you want to go right now, the way you want to pave begins by how you are allowing the transfer of intention, emotion, and energy to be projected through your dialogue. Your dialogue is the radio dial. Your dialogue tunes in the frequency, the station, the show, the experience. It tunes in the reality that you really want. So think about, I've said negative stuff to myself, and I didn't really understand that words shape our perception of the world. Words affect, affect our overall experience because we use our words to express ourselves. And often, maybe if you're a Scorpio or a Virgo or a Gemini like myself, you really understand the word game. You understand the power that lives inside of the letters, inside of the words. And this is why when I'm doing private teaching or other things, I love to dive into the use of acronyms to um, acquaint ourselves with the depth of a word like love. Maybe love, we put um, life, um, ongoing, um, and then um, for the V, I I don't know, right now, and the E, evolving. So maybe the V is victory, just, you know, whatever it might be. Um, We put these different expressions of words within a word so that we support that word with more than just what we say. And then when we understand your word paves the way to your reality, your word and your action, your actions also speak. So when it's in the mind, when it's just a thought, the thought has not yet been expressed. So words are very interesting. Words are also verbal and nonverbal. So communication is really how you create consciousness. So when you're thinking about something, that's when you want to really begin to understand that your personality becomes your reality. So you want to think and you want to take time. This is why it's important to not be so reactionary, but to be really present with conversations, dialing into high value conversations interacting with the people that you have time where you can take the time to respond, where you can take the time to listen, where we're not in such a hurry to react. So, and again, the reaction is instantaneous because we're so stuck in fight or flight. We're so stuck in survival mode, even with our creation And it's very difficult to create a reality that's new and fresh and going to be um, inviting for that high energy when we're in fight or flight or when we're infuriated or when we're trying to, um, when we're reactionary. So it is important to understand that your actions, hang on. out like a light, your actions express your intentions. Your words express your intentions. The ideal is when your actions and your words are aligned 
with the mind. And if you can keep your actions and your words and in the, the realm of your intention, and even when you're feeling something, to realize if I just diarrhea my whole dialogue of like, I don't want it, I don't want it, I go like to that, that level of reaction. And we all yell, we all have done it. It automatically triggers fight or flight, not only for us, but for whoever we're talking to. And then we can't create a new reality. We can't create a conduit to a conversation that's going to be beneficial. Yelling and being hyper-emotional isn't going to help anything that we're doing. It's going to take us back to a space where our our body, mind, and soul will respond um, from survival. And it'll pull that cue card up and be like, oh, this is what happened then. Do this, run, or rebel, or strike back, or Mm, use your words to manipulate because that's how you can get out of this. So we backtrack. So the idea is that when we really want to transform our life, when you are really seeking the higher self, when you are seeking your um, deepest level of empowerment, you want to begin to really gear all of the, these directions together, your actions and your words. They are your tools for communication and creation. Because your actions, your words, once aligned with the mind and intention, you can begin to add emotion to this. Wow, he's really snoring. Batman. Wait, watch. Okay, here we go. We're breaking the show. Breaking the show. You're going to see Batman. Who's there? What's? What? Who's there? Batman. We took a Batman break. Okay, so the power is very important. And now I've overemphasized that so that you now know. You're becoming aware of your words. We have emphasized the importance of self-awareness and the connection of consciousness through the observation and incorporation of action and speaking, dialogue and doing, and recognizing the, the patterns of what's hindering your progress. So you can actively begin to Um, recognize the patterns that you're using, right? The patterns of your actions aligning with your intentions being projected through your words, right? So when your words and your actions align and your intentions are in the mind are, are, are backing those, when we are in a state of observation, we can actively recognize the pattern. Recognizing the pattern allows us to actively replace these different aspects of ourself that are attached to fight or flight or the old story so we can begin to empower and use positive expression right so that's becoming aware of the power within our words and our actions because our communication is really the activation point of creation so then one of the things that that leads me down to is negative self-talk okay so where does our limiting belief come from well most of the de- the detrimental impact of our negative self-talk and limiting belief is going to be around personal growth and personal relationships and embodiment because it's difficult if we are talking negative about ourselves if we are if the person we know inside is struggling to find value within itself if the person that we believe ourselves to be is struggling to love other people or struggling to Um, feel that you deserve happiness or feel that you are good enough, 
you're going to have a difficult time manifesting and lining up with people that are on the same wavelength, the same frequency. Then when you encounter the people that you are aspiring to be around or to be like or to be connected to, it's going to be like a lot of friction. It's going to be like a lot of sandpaper friction because the person that's trying to connect to the people or the group or the, 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 the job or the dream don't line up because your negative self-talk is um, making you making you rough around the edges. It's making, you're not fitting in. It's like trying to put a square block into a round hole. So what you need to really open your mind to is understanding that any negative self-talk, any hypercritical self-talk is actually pulling you away from what you want. It is preventing you from... Um, collaborating with the universe in a positive way. What's happening now is when you negative self-talk, you are like um, aligning with outcomes which will support that conversation. Then that negative self-talk coming from the mind interweaves with your actions and your actions begin to um, support and mirror your self-talk. And this is really, it's difficult. It's tough because what, what happens is, is that we're believing we're limiting, we're living an unlimited life, but we're actually tied to this old version of this old story. And then we, in, we incorporate that old story or that negative self-talk and we post little post-its or dream boards or we, we put this goal in front of us that we can't get to because it requires us to leave that old story behind. So it's very difficult to get to the new location if you're using an, an old map. Imagine that you have a, a map of a mall in Indiana. You can't use that map in a mall in Indiana to explore a new mall, say, in Missouri, right? I'm not going to use the, the, the Thomas Guide or my GPS for Missouri, St. Louis, that I would use overlay LA. I'm not going to have the ability to guide myself correctly. Um, and once you become aware, think of it like when you're operating at the highest level of your awareness, becoming aware of your words and your actions, what happens is, is that's literally, you've just fine tuned your spiritual, emotional, and physical GPS to the location. Now you've located yourself. Now you have to keep that, going right um just like a gps in your car have you ever this happens to me sometimes i'm driving and i'm looking at my gps and then the gps stops stalls or falls off and i'm like shit i was almost there and now i'm like four miles away and i'm getting a signal then you're stuck and you're like ah and you're actually almost more stuck than you were without using it at all so this is a part of where positivity and overturning the negative self-talk requires daily doing. It requires you to really lock in to those limiting beliefs and to really understand and to shed light on the patterns that are holding you back from embracing those new opportunities to realize your full capacity, right? Your capability. So that's another aspect of this conversation about allowing your words to shape your reality. And what's the whole point of shaping reality anyway? Why do you care if you shape reality? Because there's a correlation 
of reality and your inner reality and your outer reality. Now, it doesn't mean that it's 100%. There is a collective reality. But the way you perceive the collective often is attuned to what you've collected inside. Um, that's why you see people that are chauvinist or bigots or racist, or you see people that are really stuck in the history or stuck in their story. Their conversation, it only cultivates negative energy. That's why we get these um, personas that they you see pumped through the social media a lot, like where it's like, a frequent, like it's uh, frequently talked about, like it'll be like a particular person's name, which I don't want to say a name because I don't want to add con- uh, context to um, negati- neg- uh, negative things, right? But there is this um, overlap where everything that you've been through and everything that's in, in you, um, it only gives you so much access to the world outside. Um, it'd be like if you're in your car and you're driving and the windshield's dirty and it's getting dark and you can't really see that far. Unless you get outside and you clean that windshield off, you're not going to have the, the clarity that you need in order to guide yourself um, safely and efficiently and timely. So the idea of cleaning the windshield off in the physical world in a metaphysical sense, what you're doing is you're adding clarity so that you can truly shape your reality, so that you understand that your intention and your motivation, um, that everything has to be aligned. So for, for example, let's give an example. Instead of saying, I can't do it, shift to I'm capable of overcoming any and every challenge. Or replace like the self-defeating statement like I always fail or I'm always late with something empowering that says, I'm, I'm always willing to learn to grow. I am learning from every experience. Success is within my reach. So instead of dwelling on the limitation or dwelling on limited speech or dwelling on negative self-talk, you're embracing growth. You're embracing how can I go forward? How can I keep momentum? How can I make magic rather than make the matrix? So you're constantly expanding your expression, you're constantly, and I don't want to say the word policing, but you're constantly being um, proactive and very aware of what you're saying and what you're saying to yourself. And when you catch yourself in a tailspin, be true to you. Be honest with yourself. Say, wow, shit, I was just, I would, I dropped the ball. I'm on the, I'm, I'm on the 30 yard line and I'm, I'm 30 yards from the goal. And I just fumbled the ball by speaking to myself as if I'm a failure as if I'm not finding my, my truth and you want to back up and you want to forgive yourself and you want to, I, I, I can sometimes use tapping. I'll be like, I'll tap my channel. i be like, you know what? Everything is right and true. I'm right here. I'm ready for change. I'm ready for growth. I caught myself in a situation where I was saying something and I released that. I released that. I release everything about that statement. I'm allowing that statement to be fresh and clean. I am empowered. I I'm learning to grow with every experience. I am learning to grow and success is within my reach. I am learning to grow. Success is within my reach. So you want to do certain things, right? You want to learn to empower that. So let's give you three specific ways to empower your new story, your new self. One. Okay, so and how are we going to do that? We're going to dive into something that's strategic, a strategic use of words to transform your life, to manifest, and to create the desired outcome that is not on 
autopilot, right? So you want to really have a clear, good roadmap of what it is you want, what you really deserve, right? The universe can't support you and can't show up for you in a way that you're not willing to allow. And then so each of these different ways are going to have a unique approach. I just want you to pay attention on how to, the, the, a couple key words, shifting your mindset, rewriting your narrative, and paving a way for positive change and unlocking your potential, right? So the first part of this, um, the first technique to understanding your, the power of your dialogue in my idea is reprogramming your subconscious. And to reprogram your subconscious, I want to talk about affirmations. Affirmations, um, writing down something on a post-it, or let's say I'm going to use an affirm. I'm going to pull a card for an affirmation. Oh, look, how funny is that? Communication. Oh, wait, no, no, come back. Communication. I communicate from my heart and love surrounds and protects me. Now, I just pulled this card from a shuffled deck. So I want to talk about, see how that's reflected so I did that live here. I didn't plan it. But because I'm talking about communication and I'm doing it in a proactive way, an empowering way and pulling you along with me, it's of course it's going to show up in the deck. Of course it's going to show up with communication. Of course it's going to be heart-centered, reaching out for who I want to be. Of course it's going to be letting go of the old story. So affirmations are the same thing. That communication card is an affirmation. I'm discovering the impact of consciously choosing my words to reprogram my subconscious mind. I'm understanding as the subconscious reprogramming, five minutes before I go to sleep and five minutes before I wake get jump out of bed are the most impactful times to plant seeds in myself, in my subconscious. So I'm going to use those times and any time I can to, to use my words to dissolve self-doubt and to reinforce empowering beliefs and create powerful affirmations right? And I want you to take them into your heart and soul. Um, sit with, before you say something, before I say, you know, I love myself. I love myself. I, so, okay, let's watch the transition. If I should, I, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I, I remember I was talking to Matt Kahn. I was at, um, at the Matt Kahn retreat and he was talking about, I love you. I love you. I love you. And there was all these different ways to say I love you. So when you're saying I love myself, I'm going to take my glasses off for a second and I'm going to I'm going to drop in to the so superficial first. I love myself. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to think of why I love myself. I love myself. Okay, now I'm going to say it and listen to it. I, I love myself. I love myself. And then I'm going to think about what that love looks like. Oh, yeah. I'm going to think about what it feels like when I'm being loved or when I'm loving. Automatically, I'm thinking cheesecake and uh, bodhisattva in the back, Batman. I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. I, I love myself in, a, in the best way possible. Now, I don't know if you were able to see that, but I, I felt it. I felt the transition 
as I worked through my affirmation to make it actually not just words. I brought with it my intention and my action. I allowed myself to embody it, to become it. An affirmation is an access point. It is when, like the positivity on a magnet, an affirmation is that place where you can explore this practical example of something that you desire or something that you deserve or something that's tailored for you, something that is like self-love, abundance. Um, maybe you deserve a hug. Maybe you're trying to learn how to create uh, this affirmation that resonates with your the true desire you have in life and the, the way you want to transform your life. But you want to connect with that, um, the depth of that. When I speak of conversations or communication as high value, nobody wants to be in a dead-end conversation. Small talk really sucks. Small talk is really... I mean, small talk is walking on eggshells. So when you're speaking to yourself, you don't understand small talk. Your soul and your subconscious doesn't understand small talk. So an affirmation is an affirmation even if it is something negative. You're affirming a belief. You're affirming um, an alignment. So, and I guarantee you, when I've criticized myself deeply, I've dropped that dialogue in and it was very harmful to my future, very harmful to who I was, very harmful to my physical body because I believed it. I fell into that whole face first, bam, face plant. It was real. But when I start understanding that I want to expand my consciousness, I want to expand my reality, I want to invest my emotion, my intention, and my time into what I say, especially to myself and especially to other people. And I want to be very present and very powerful. I want to, how can you be empowered if you're not using powerful communication, right? Everyone talks about self-empowerment, but their communication isn't powerful. Number one, because it's empty most of the time, right? So we got that. So you want intentional, and this is what leads to the second tip for this, is intentional language. Um, it's an art form, mindful communication, speaking with intention, exploring the, the power that you have access to and using this intentional, empowering language um, as you interact with other people, as you interact throughout your day, as you have a conversation with yourself, as you are um, affirming something. If you're reading a post-it and you're like, okay, so yeah, you're like, yeah, I got my post-it pad here. So I'm like, I'm successful. If you don't believe it, well, he's going at it. He's getting it. If you don't believe it, it is um, actually detrimental to what's going on in your world because then you're setting yourself up without support. And I hate the term setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up without support. Okay? And if you want to be mindful in your communication and understand that your communication shapes your reality, you have to em emphasize the importance of self-expression and the conscious choice of words and the conscious 
way you communicate and awareness and communicating consciously is it is an art form. It does take time. It does take love. It does take word choices. It does, it requires really thinking about it, feeling into it. Everything is so fast forward these days. Everything is so fast food, right? You pull in, you pull out, you swipe right, you swipe left. And we feel um, we're, we're rushing from one endorphin hit to the next. And truly, um, we're empty on the inside. We're not feeling anything, but we're dysfunctional. We're not feeling anything. We're just constantly in a state of finding it. And when we find it, it doesn't fill us because we didn't take time with it. I was just working with somebody today in my coaching call, and we were talking about relationships. And I've got a whole lot to talk about on Instagram on the conduit of relationships. And how can you... Okay, so a lot of negative relationships right now and divorces and other things are because we're moving so fast, we're moving so rapid right? Uh, um, we are not allowing ourselves to get to know ourselves or other people. We're not taking the proper time. Even like the idea of meeting someone's parents, right? That's a huge step. Basically, you're saying to both parties, hey, I value you enough to introduce you to my family, but I value my family enough to introduce them to you because before I go further in this, I need to know that this will work together. I don't really want a Romeo and Juliet relationship. I don't want a suicidal, um, second level, settle for this and that suffering relationship. Relationships shouldn't take that much work. And if we were to do our work prior, and if we were, if we were to put so much potential and, and power in our selection process, then we wouldn't have relationships that required this much work. So learning to emphasize the importance of that positive self-expression and conscious word choices and learning techniques to cultivate this empowering idea, this energetically empowering um, choice of words, high-value words, high-value communication, taking your time to slow down, to sit and listen with something, to develop a connection to the conversation you're having that it's just not about getting somewhere or getting something, but it's about really understanding if it's not happening here, it's going to be hard to happen anywhere. If you can't have happiness and wholeness now, whatever it is that you're holding out for, big house, big job, big relationship, isn't going to be the end all be all. It's not going to give you what you believe, right? So we got to crack the code now. we got to crack the code here. The third tool that I would like to use going forward is the tool of storytelling and visualizing. And this helps us to align our energy and our intention together. So as we are aligning the story and the, the energy to tell it, as we're diving into the depths of it, anybody like, oh, has anybody watched Never Ending Story with Atreyu? Station break, station break. Batman, 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 Bubba, who's there? Huh? What? What? Meow. 
Where's Tucker? Good boy, Tucker. Oh, he's giving me a side eye. Okay. <laughs> that was our Batman break. Batman break. Um, storytelling. Never-ending story. When you are in the never-ending story, you are immersed, right? When Fred Savage was being read that story, he was immersed. He was engaged. We were, we were on the edge of our seats with the nothing. So this is actually how we unleash real potential and real power and the power of storytelling and visualization and creating a new reality. Because you've been... Go back to a time when you were complaining or victimizing or living the victim story. Right? I'm going to go back to that. Oh, God. Shit, jeez. How detailed, how dialed in, and how dedicated were you to telling that story about how you were hurt and how you went through this and you're reliving this and woe is me. Oh, my God. You don't get it. You don't understand. Let me talk about my story. And you wonder why you're stuck in it. Because you're not giving the same level of intention, emotion, and storytelling to the new one. You're stuck in the old one because it's taking all of your energy. You're taking... How many... How much time have you or myself taken to tell the old story? To fine-tune it for every little aspect, rehearsing it, reliving it, telling it to ourselves before we go to sleep, embedding it in our self-consciousness, embedding it in our subconsciousness, allowing the ego to give us um, all the tools to tell it effectively as the victim. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it for a second. How much time have you spent crafting a compelling narrative that has shaped your reality right now? How much time? Time is all you have, really. Time is actually, time is the greatest gift ever, better than anything. Because you can create anything with, when you apply your mind with time. And you do create realities. You have created your perception. You have created your belief system. If you feel abandoned, you've created that. If you feel um, better, if you feel empowered, you've created that. You've, that's, you've, you've energized the story that you are engaged with, right? So we want to learn how to craft this compelling narrative. We want to learn how to shape your beliefs and how to manifest those dreams. We want to learn how, how, do, how do I create a vivid story that supports my emotions, that brings emotions to the table that are going to exemplify the um, style of life that I want to draw to me? How am I going to evoke this emotional connection to harness the power of my imagination? How is my throat center, energy center, going to support and project through my third eye? How am I going to be able to engage the childlike qualities of imagination in storytelling my new story? Number one, you have to really observe and become aware of the leaks, where your energy leaks, right? Anything that doesn't look like the future you want, energy leak. Anything that you're saying that doesn't line up with what you want or where you want to go, energy leak. <laughs> we are our own energy vampire. Anything that you are um, retelling that isn't what you want to really go through, like, okay, like me with cancer or me with surgery, I don't tell it to everybody, 
all the time as in, in relive it, engage it, and add new details, and add new colors, and add emotion to it because I don't want to go through it again. Same with cancer. Why would a cancer person that's survived it want to continue to tell it? Why do you want to tie yourselves? Why do we want to continue to put Christ on a cross? Get him down. Get him, get him some water. Let him do his work. Why do you want to keep putting God or Jesus or all these other these sacrificial lambs, these, these, um, these martyrs up? Why do you want to be a martyr yourself? Why do you want to make your story what you went through? Because what you went through got you here. And why aren't you using the strength now to support the new story rather than the old story and sinking your ship on purpose? So you have to discover how visualization aligns your energy. And this is why visualizations and guided meditations work so brilliantly. And this is why journaling is great. And this is why when you really sit and you make this a journey, when you make this a storytelling event, like the mirror work that I've done, when you make this, somebody, I just talked to somebody today, they did my mirror work program, they've already lost 15 pounds, not that they're trying to lose weight they're, at all. They're just telling themselves a new story. They're getting to know their body. They're getting to know where they were leaking energy, where they were allowing themselves to stay stuck, right? So let's, here's a little example of um, some affirmations that you can use in this three part, these three um, tools. I'm worthy of love. Can you say that with me? I'm worthy of love. Now, when you say that, I'm worthy of love, do you feel it? Do you really feel that you're worthy of love? Like feel it in your bones, in your gut. Do you feel it in your... I'm worthy of love. When I look at Bodhi, I know Bodhi's worthy of love. I feel that. I know you're worthy of love. And you can know everyone on the outside is worthy of love. But what about you? Because if you're not worthy of love then you're not worthy of success, abundance, and satisfaction. You see why love is everything? Why everything goes back to love. If you're not worthy of love, internally, your own dialogue, your own actions, if they don't say that you're worthy of love, if they don't support that you love yourself, and I'm not talking about a narcissistic idea, I'm talking about something deep within you. If you're not worthy of love, you're not going to be worthy of getting love from the outside world. So you're subconsciously going to draw to you people that will not give you the love that you actually don't believe you deserve. They'll support that derogatory mindset. You'll continue to draw people that support the old story. And this isn't easy, okay? So give yourself some benefit of the doubt. Give yourself some grace. Learn to find that self-love and that worthiness along the way. But start working with it. So when you say, I'm worthy of love, I'm worthy of success, I'm worthy of, of abundance, every day I'm going to attract positive dialogue, positive definitions, positive words, positive opportunities to me. With what I say, with what I eat, with what I listen to, with what I do, with how I move through life, I'm learning that an affirmation isn't just a word. An affirmation is confirmation of my con current 
situation. An affirmation is in alignment with my current situation. An affirmation is confirmation to my subconscious on what I'm going to settle for. And if I say that affirmation empty, I might as well not say it at all. So you want to say it and you want to sit with it. And if you've got to make your meditation only about sitting there and saying, every day I attract positive opportunities that align with my highest good. Every day I attract positive opportunities that align with my highest good. If that's got to be on repeat in your mind and your meditation, you get there until you get there. You get there until you give yourself a freaking chance to be there, right? And this is where it's settled up, intentional language. Instead of saying, I can't, Brian, I can't, you don't understand, I can't do it, I can't do it. I am capable of overcoming this. I am doing this. I am doing this. Decisive, dedicated, directional language, intentional language. Speak and move with intention. High value conversation even with yourself. High value shows. Don't get drawn into the Netflix that's going to lead you down into the dark depths. Don't, as much as I want to listen to that song, true colors are shining through. As much as I want to listen to, like, uh, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. You know, I, I, I'm not going to listen to songs that are going to sabotage me unless I'm very much... Um, if I'm a manifester and I'm in, I'm in the, the, the magic. If I can, I can be in the world and not of the world, but I have to have created my world, my inner world. To be in the world and not of the world, you had to create a healthy inner world, right? That's why the story of the Buddhist monk, when the Buddha said, hey, if, the, if she changes him, he wasn't convicted to his beliefs, so be it. But if he changes her, he was convicted to his beliefs. So you got to get to know you. Know. Know who you are. And then you use storytelling and visualization as an example. You imagine yourself stepping into that desired reality. You imagine what it feels like. You literally understand that it's not about the car that is that you're cultivating. You're cultivating the emotion of what happens when you have the car. You're not, it's not about the house. You're cultivating the feeling of being in the house right now. It's not about finding the perfect guy. It's about how does that feel right now for who you are, right? And then you start to create a detailed, vivid story that depicts this. You build on it. You've spent how many months and years and minutes have you wasted building the old survival story, building the old victim story? You got to use that energy. You have to incorporate these three transformative stages and strategies into your life so you can begin to release the limitations of this old self. And then you can experience this profound shift in your mindset and manifest the reality that you truly desire so that you can get those empowering words so you can go beyond the spoken and written word because you now mastered it, right? You develop that mind-body-soul connection, that benefit. So right now, I'm going to cut here. This is the end of the podcast, and we're going to keep talking on SOC.live. And why am I doing that? Why am I saying we're going to keep talking on the podcast? Because, or why we're going to talk on SOC.live, right? Because let me get over here. Let me go into the podcast. 
Why is it not working? All right. There we go. So we're going to leave it here. Come to soc.live. I'd love to have you. The group is waiting for you. Your tribe is waiting. If you'd like coaching or um, some personal work, go to my links in my bio or in the description of this podcast. We're going to dive in a little bit deeper and we're going to we're going to keep talking on the podcast for the group. So everybody's going to be there and it's going to be a powerful piece and I'd love for you to have the extended version. It's about a dollar a day, which is pretty inexpensive considering you want a new story, you want a new life and you want people to help you get there. You need the support system. You need the constant reminders uh, that you're ready and people that are going to support you doing the work, not just watching people from a distance posting how they did it, but it's time for you to really get down and do it. All right, and we're moving forward. Peace, light, and love. I will see you all. I'm Ryan Keyes, and as we conclude another enlightening episode, I hope you feel motivated and ready to share the cosmic wisdom that we've gained. I'm grateful to have you on this inspiring ride, and always let curiosity be your guide. Go and check out our School of Consciousness and what we offer there. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with like-minded friends who are also eager to learn and grow. And until our next venture into the unknown, remember the universe has your back and you're not alone. Stay curious and stay tuned for the next Cosmic Message.